Hey guys, welcome back. It's great to have you here. And I just want to say that I hear you guys. So I was going over my analytics, you know, trying to figure out this whole podcast thing and how it's working, who am I reaching. And I've noticed that the last podcast I did about connecting with your students, there was over 400 downloads. Now, that may not seem like a ton, which is not a ton, but to me, that's like, wow, that's a lot. So that's super exciting, but it definitely tells me also, like, you guys get it, and you guys are realizing the importance of connecting with your students, and so I want to encourage you to continue on learning about that and being that positive influence on your students and connecting with them. And so this podcast, this one, number 54, awesome, thanks so much, is where we're also going to talk about uh, connecting with your students. Because when they feel supported and safe in your room, they have a better chance to engage and focus on learning, which of course cuts down on that disruptive behavior course not saying that's never going to happen but ultimately when kids feel safe and cared for and wanted in your classroom they want to be engaged they want to be learning they want to be there and so not only is it affecting their relationships with you but it, it affects their brain as well so it actually releases dopamine when they get that positive feedback that positive interaction from you and even from their peers. But having that other positive adult in their life and having that positive interaction with you releases that dopamine, which gives them um, pleasure and motivation to keep wanting to engage in that positive relationship. So listen in for a few other ways that you can connect with your students. Hi guys, welcome to Behavior Strategies for Class, your podcast all about behavior strategies to help you in the classroom. Do you need more support and encouragement for your challenging students? Do you want proven behavior strategies that will help create resilient students? How will behavior strategies influence your class? You will make a difference in their lives and prepare them for success as a well-rounded person. And I'm here to help. I'm Diane Bachman, a behavior paraprofessional with over 10 years experience in special education, working with students from various backgrounds and disabilities, and I want to offer you hope. You will be a constant, caring adult in your students' lives, and building relationships with them will be essential to achievement and triumph, not only for them, but also for you. So we'll be discussing about trauma-informed care, social-emotional intelligence, sensory breaks, why are they important, PBIS, behavior interventions, MTSS, social skills, evidence-based strategies, and more. So listen in, and I have to say, Rita Pearson is one of my idols in her fight for students. And if you have not listened to her TED Talk on Every Child Needs a Champion, I encourage you to go do that today because I want us to be our students' champion because we were born to make a difference. Let's listen in to today's episode. 
And don't forget to join my Facebook group, Behavior Strategies for Class. And I still, we still have only a few more days left in this month to have one more connection call. I would love to connect with you and see how I could help and encourage you in any behavior strategies that maybe you're struggling with or you have questions about. So go ahead and check out that Calendly link in the show notes and I would love to be able to chat with you. So this reminds me, well, you have worked with a lot of students over the years and they definitely enjoy getting to know you as well. There's a lot of different ways you can do that. And one of the ways that we have um, done that is through games. And they're mostly for like from our counselor or school psych. um, And they have just asking questions. So, you know, it could start off as, you know, what's your favorite color? What's your favorite um, food to eat? And then gets into if you were stranded on an island, what, who in your family would you want to be with? Or if you had the chance to move out, would you want any of your family to go with you? Or, you know, just different little things that kind of gets them thinking a little bit deeper. And so that's just one way that we have connected with some of our students Uh, Sometimes it's them drawing like pictures of their family and then just having them share with us who is in the picture, who, you know, who, what do they mean to them or how do they engage with them. Sometimes they're really nice pictures. Other times there's a lot of like fighting. Like it's amazing how well some students can draw like fighting. (laughs) Whether that's with their peers or, I mean, their siblings or, you know, obviously sometimes with their parents. Uh, Also, sometimes it's just sitting and listening. Like sometimes we don't really have to ask the questions. We're able just to sit down, just to sit with them, really. And sometimes it's just waiting And then they start to share, you know, what they did last night or what, you know, how they played on Minecraft and I don't really know any video games. So, but I know Minecraft or Roblox or what did they build and, you know, and sometimes they just get so animated and they're so excited just to have somebody's undivided attention for a few minutes like they really soak that in. And so those are some of the ways that we have interacted. Sometimes it's just like using Legos and we'll just sit and build things and just sit and talk and and hang out. You know, it's doing those little interactions. Of course, I know those are not always feasible for your classroom because, you know, you're teaching and, you know, they have work to do. But you know, hopefully you can allow some time to have that interaction with your students. And whether it's maybe while you're working on a project or even a writing assignment or 
you know, maybe in a math group or, you know, somehow just kind of getting a personal um, connection with them. And sometimes it's just working side by side with them. Like you're calm, you're interacting, you're helping them, you're encouraging them. Sometimes that's all it takes for them to see that you're for real and you really are there to help them and encourage them. So I love those moments too. And then sometimes you'll tell even in their body language, they'll just sometimes like start to lean on you or, you know, like maybe just put your arm on or their arm on your arm. You know, you just start to see their body language like relax. And that's so awesome. So I want to encourage you if you can, and I'll get to a few other ways, but these are some of the ways that we have connected with our students in just taking that time and playing games, asking those questions, you know, letting them draw pictures, having them explain it to you. Those are different things that we have done to connect with our students. So four ways that you can connect with your students. And I know I have um, shared some of these before, but they're definitely worth repeating because it's really important, as you know, to connect with your students. So one of the ways would be sharing stories. Sharing stories about your either childhood or your weekend or your favorite sport or your favorite hobby. Letting the students get to know you and what you like. That's really powerful because they feel like part of the group, I guess, if you want to say. It definitely brings a more connection when they hear a little bit more personal stuff from you as well. So sharing stories is a powerful way to connect with your students. And number two is what I um, shared a few minutes ago about playing games. And it doesn't have to be, you know, technically like a feelings game or something like that. Like I was saying, we've used with our counselor. I mean, it could be playing any game that you have in the class whether it's a card game or a board game, just taking the time to work on that and play that with your student. It's a more casual setting and, you know, just having fun, laughing, joking together. Those are great way to connect. Number three would be that morning greeting. How are you setting the tone for the day? How are you setting the tone for your classroom? Are you, you know, Johnny walks up and his hair's a hot mess. His, you know, one shoe is barely hanging on. He's got his backpack, like papers falling all over the place. And of course, our first is like, Johnny, come on, let's get it together. Get this, 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 and this, and this. And so right away, we're just like giving him all these expectations when it's just like, okay, we need to take a breather. Obviously he's kind of a hot mess. So let's get him to take a breather and just remind him, you know what? It's so great to see you, Johnny. 
How can I help you? I see you've got, you know, a lot of things going on. Or you could get a peer to come over and say, hey, you know, Mark wants to come over and he's going to help you get yourself situated. Whichever works. I think just being able to remind like, I'm happy you are here, Johnny. But I can see you're struggling a bit. Let me get you some help. You know, it, it definitely comes off a lot better than like, oh my word, Johnny, get your stuff together, get your paper, throw your, you know, put your backpack away, put your jacket on, like fix your hair, tuck in your, like, I get it. I totally do. But if we just stop and think like, what, what kind of tone are we setting in our class, your class? How do you want your day to go? How do you want Johnny to feel when he comes in all discombobulated? How can you help him get regulated and focused and ready to go? And I know some of these things is what you're teaching them on what they do need to do. But there's definitely a still a reminder of focusing on him, the person, before we get into all of the other outside hot mess he has. So number four would be, which is a bit extra, but it's attending their outside activities. I've heard a lot of students ask their teachers, you know, to come watch their soccer game, their baseball game, their football game, maybe a dance recital whatever it is. Now, I know that's not always feasible for you and your family. And, you know, it's the weekend. You want to be away. I I understand. But I know that speaks volumes for your student. And that could be anywhere from elementary school all the way up to high school for you to show up to their outside activity. And it could be your family outing as well. And nobody's saying like you would have to stay the whole game or whatever, but to show up for maybe like the first quarter or I don't know, half hour, whatever works. I think even just showing up for that is huge for your students and definitely encourages them to see, hey, that's my teacher over there, you know. I mean, that feels good and that makes them feel special. So that is definitely extra bonus points for sure for doing that one, but it has huge benefits as well. So again, four ways that you can continue to build relationship with your students would be sharing stories, playing games, and that could be even outside at recess as well, or even an extra recess or whatever. Uh, your morning greeting. How are you setting the tone for the day? And then possibly attend their outside activities. So just remember that no significant learning can occur without a significant relationship. And that's from James Comer. 
the more your students feel connected to you, they feel safe, they feel welcome, they feel cared for, they want to engage in their learning. It releases dopamine in their brain and they are ready to go. So remember that you are their role model. Continue to be a positive influence, touching your students' hearts, whereby you touch their minds and their desire to learn. So don't forget to hit that subscribe button so you don't miss a thing. And thank you so much for listening. And also, remember, one more Connect Call this month. Check out that Calendly link in the show notes, and I will see you next week. Thanks so much for listening. I truly appreciate you all, and I pray that I've inspired and encouraged you today. I also want to let you know that I have a couple bit.ly links for you if you're interested in making your own podcast and sharing the wealth of knowledge that you have, being a teacher or a para or a teacher's aide, uh, anybody in the education system, I'm sure you have a lot to share. And if you're interested, I took the class with Stephanie Gass. She's amazing, super friendly, down to earth, very easy to understand, and she's great. So I have a bit.ly link for you uh, for Podcast Pro University is where I learned how to do this. And that is bit.ly slash behavior, PPU, the number four, and you, as in the letter U. So Podcast Pro University, bit.ly slash behavior, PPU, the number four, and the letter U, if you're interested. Also, to get your free printable of all the six evidence-based strategies, there is another bit.ly link, and that is bit.ly slash the number six for free. The number six for free. These will all be in the show notes in case you need to go back and check those out. And I leave you with this. Every child deserves a champion, and that's by Rita Pearson. So I just want to encourage you that you can be that champion and that you are making a difference. Thanks again.